Your candor, Alan. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got. I got one question. What is it? Hmm. Well, we're going to get into it because the show's already okay. started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give you the bullet notes. We'll give you the cliff notes. We'll give you what you need to uh, digest, and then you know you're. We'll, you, you can use your normal wit and banter and and, and fire away. I'll tell you what. I'll you see know, if I can struggle my way through it. That's right. Yeah. You with that? Now, now <laughs> is that a dolly? Before we hat? got started. God damn it, motherfucker. I was going to just say that I've noticed Alan's Dolly Parton hat and Wes was going to be jealous because I didn't say anything about his Stanley Kubrick Metallica shirt yet. <laughs> <laughs> this So this is Rubric, which is a uh, – they, they do uh, – I think it's it's data and cybersecurity. Um, they're, they're a trusted yeah. vendor of ours. But this is – when we do a sales kickoff, which is going to happen in January – they invite a bunch of vendors in to kind of explain, hey, this is the latest stuff that we have. This is new stuff. Hey, and we got a bunch of swag out there for you guys. Murr, I got to tell you, you know I'm not a big Metallica fan, but you know how old I am. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, I'm a, I want it. I want it. Do you have a large? Yes, we do. Dude. I want it. I want it. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great marketing. It's a, it's a great marketing logo. But I thought it was a Kubrick shirt, like Stanley Kubrick. Like, mm. like that would have made it like. 12 times cooler than what it actually is but i would just tell people what i just thought it was not stanley kubrick because he was he was an artist like metallica yeah he was a rock star his own day and they Mm. joined they joined marketing firms that way there's no like you know no one could sue each other they had like a a (laughs) they had a joint (laughs) honestly the kubrick was way cooler when you're like this is rubric a bunch of nerds (laughs) that we do business with like, all right, cool. I mean, I guess it's cool. They had somebody in the marketing department had a great design t shirt design. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do like, I do enjoy the Dolly hat. That's uh that's yeah. money. Yeah. That's yeah, it's uh it's a group of um, if I'm not mistaken, it's a group of men that play slow pitch slow pitch softball. Uh they're called the Nashville Dollies. Oh, and they have nice. they have like a fucking legit team and and shit. But yeah, nah, that the wife got me this shirt and I, or this hat and I got a t-shirt pretty sick. sick. Dude, Dolly Parton is truly a fucking national treasure and she has she really been did. for like what 50, 60 years now. I mean, you want to yeah. talk about a, a a a hot broad who just kicked the door down and told all the men to shut their fucking mouths. I'm going to do it my damn self. Uh all mm-hmm. you uh feminists out there should maybe take a page out of the Dolly Parton playbook. And speaking of pages, she sends books to kids for free every goddamn day. You know why? I know this because I deliver them all the goddamn time to people's fucking houses. <laughs> like goddamn you, Dolly Parton, making reading a priority for children in America. She take right. She is quite the philanthropist. That's for damn sure. Just take a page out of the Dolly Parton playbook and find yourself a page in the Dolly Parton Playboy that might might come out. Remember, she was going. She she teased about about modeling. I think she did it. I think we just nobody noticed because nobody looks at Playboy anymore and it gets no press. But I, I, I mean, she obviously didn't take a 70 year old saggy titty out of the bag. I mean, it just I, it was I think it was just like a tasteful thing that she kind of like dressed up in her, you know, really super like old lady horror costumes and just kind of po- posed a little bit. We'll get to that. I, I thought she did it 
like, didn't she do it originally in like the seventies, and then just just the cover, and then she like recreated it. Uh, was it just the cover? Yeah, yeah. She she wasn't uh, like a pictorial or a spread or anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and she just she wore like the bunny the bunny costume and filled that fucker out. Yeah, in all its that's, glory. She's like this is all you have. It's a little tight. Damn. Yep. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> It's a good lady. It's a frog, sorry. <laughs> Bunny, whatever bunnies do. Um, so I had I had a burning this is a little bit of a burning question. Uh it came up today after work. Uh we went out, celebrated a co-worker's uh birthday. Tomorrow's a federal holiday, so it kind of worked out very nice for some people to uh, cut loose and have a few drinks. And uh a guy who's a couple years older than me, not not a whole lot older, but he's been in the game for a hot minute and he had said you know i got i <clears throat> i have this funny feeling that the the happy hour is is dying happy hours what we know of happy hours with the amount of people that that are working remotely uh people who change jobs so often turnover rates uh and just sheer lack of of things like this becoming normal that the that let's go out and have a drink after work you know just a, a dying breed i don't know it 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 sounded like a bad poem when he was telling me this. Damn, man, when you get a gold, I just got my margarita, man. I'm having a good time, man. Everything like that is is a dying art, and I completely agree with him, man. Like just to link these two together, Dolly Parton both wrote and starred in a song and movie called Nine to Five. There was a time where we all got up at eight o'clock, we all jammed ourselves into the same fucking lane on a fucking one lane quote highway on the way to work. And then we got there, and we got off, and we're like, fuck, man, what are we going to do to blow off some steam before we got to go deal with these shitbag kids of ours? I know. Let's stop by the bar where Coors Lights are a nickel right now. Then we'll drink until 6 o'clock when they're they're, they're 50 cents. Then we'll go home to our bitch of a wife and our shithead kids, and we'll fucking get through the grind of the day, eat some fucking meatloaf, and go and do it again. We don't have that anymore. The American dream. Darn. (laughs) (laughs) it <laughs> sounds fucking terrible yeah that, that, that did not make it sound good what's next are they not but, gonna, they're not gonna serve meatloaf when i get home anymore god jesus yeah, right. but the point is there was a reason it was called happy hour because it was the happiest fucking hour of your day and you went and you drank cheap and you bitched about work you bitched about the home you were getting ready to go to you just you were able to like pull it all together we didn't need all these pharmaceutical drugs to pump into our fucking bloodstream to get us through the day. We needed one happy hour, and it's gone. Mm. And that's fair, I guess. I think it speaks more to the unhappiness that the other hours contain. <laughs> uh, and I think that humanity <laughs> like, well, that fucking sucks, right? Why are we doing that? Uh, but, you know, hey, to each their own, I guess, if that's, if that's your thing. Maybe I'm slightly jaded because when I was in college, all a happy hour was was a party that started at five o'clock and then went until eight as opposed to a party that started at nine and went until you ran out of beer, which is usually midnight to one o'clock. I never thought of like a happy hour as a legitimate happy hour. Now, you know, now that I've been in the workforce for a few years, I get it. You get off. Hey, man, yeah, I got time for about two, two and a half. Yeah, and that doesn't even make any sense because why would you drink a half a beer? You might as well finish the third uh, and and <laughs> slop down, you know, whatever, a cup of French onion soup, uh, some jalapeno poppers, share a couple wings and then get the fuck on out of there. 
Um, but it was just, and, and I actually adhered to that. I had one margarita and one beer. Um, and I got, and most of the people stuck around for a little bit, said, Hey, thank you. But just, ah, man, it resonated. I was like, man, man, this guy's making a point. The happy hour. I don't know. I still go to enough for work though. Like I do a, a fair amount of networking. like at least I would say probably like three to four times a month. Yeah. But, uh, but see yours is a, a, a sanctioned networking event. Whereas what he's mm-hmm. talking about is coworkers just You're organizing just organizing like a kind of a fake union to to do yeah, something other than work. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I mean you could still do it. The problem is is like you said, I mean everybody's kind of all over the place, right? It's not just like, you know, a hundred people jammed in a fucking office waiting for happy hour. Uh <laughs> You, you know what I mean? You going to so, happy hour? Going happy hour? Going happy hour? Happy you know, like, no offense. Like, I I love a good happy hour as much as the next guy, but like, fuck y'all. Like, I don't I don't work. I've said this multiple times. I am fucking for sale. I am I don't work to make friends. I don't well, I've got plenty of those. I'm not fucking twenty anymore. I don't need to work, bud. You know what I mean? I'm good. I'm good, well, guys. I know, but- hey, you, can, you can invite me. I'm not coming. Uh, maybe I don't know. It depends who's 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 gonna be there. Nah, I'm not coming. But I think I think this is actually a lot more profound than maybe we all realize. Is like his buddy saying like the, the the happy hour is either it's either dead or dying. I mean, I think in I don't know in theory it still exists because bars are still gonna put an hour of cheap beer and jalapeno poppers on the menu for you. But I guess it it harkens back to a bygone era where like yes. There was more structure in America. Things stopped. We used to have... I remember when things were closed on Sundays. I remember when nothing was open past 6 p.m. I remember all of these things. And the reason nothing was open past 6 p.m. is because fucking everything shut down. And then you had your you had your office friends or your coworkers where people actually got along. There was camaraderie. It's like, hey, let's go blow off some steam and let's just decompress from this bullshit day that we all just had. And then we'll go home to our families and we'll do it again tomorrow. And now it's like you're saying, like, you know, everybody's everybody's workday overlaps. Nothing closes. Shit's open 24 hours, seven days a week. There's always a shift. I can remember my dad freaking out one time because he knew the gas stations were going to close. And it was like 1050. And he's like, oh, God, we got to hurry up or we're going to run out of gas before tomorrow morning. I won't be able to go to work. Like, holy shit. Like, that was a thing because you actually had to go pay cash money to some punk kid behind the register. But that register was closed. There was no swipe in that credit card. You were just doomed till tomorrow. I mean, every time Murr's like, hey, here's this this example of a time. It sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. Let's go fucking, let's go to our fucking slave mine and fucking mine away fucking data or whatever it is and give it to somebody else to make money off of and then go drink ourselves into happiness. Fucking... I remember a time when if you didn't fucking go get gas before the fucking sun went down, you were fucked. You just died. Okay. Go to work the next day. Like <laughs> vampires popped out. It all sounds so miserable <laughs> though, doesn't it? Like <laughs> it, just... I, it, it does. But there was structure. There was structure, and I think when you're able to like build your life around some structure, like. It, it 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 allows your mind to like shut down certain things. You don't have to prioritize other things. Like if you know there's if you know something's gonna close and there's an endpoint to it, like, I think it takes away a lot of the stress. Like okay, it like well, joy. 
<laughs> yeah, and you need to prioritize drinking after work before you go to your family. <laughs> it should be a priority. Well, okay, I'll say this. A lot of people work in shit jobs, and they don't like it, and they spend a really giant chunk of their day, and obviously because of that, the majority of their week around these people, these people. And so it is kind of nice to think back on a time where those people like got along, like had like a personal relationship outside of the workplace. We don't have time for that shit anymore. It's just like the, the there's a whole uh, uh, like the die, the death of the bowling alley. Like people used to like the whole community would go bowling on like Friday, Saturday night Man. and they would commune. And they would get together, and you'd meet your neighbors, and you'd have fun, and you'd talk about the grass, and you'd talk about this and that, and have a few beers. We don't know anybody anymore, man. We don't know anybody. If you get a package that's not yours, and it's literally for your neighbors, like two doors down, people won't fucking take it to that house. They will fucking call up the delivery service and be like, you must deliver this fucking thing, and you need to come get it. And make somebody drive like a 25-mile round trip just to fucking walk it two doors down when you could have been like, howdy, neighbor. <laughs> Hey, Johnny, looks like they put this on my porch instead of yours. How are the kids doing? Good? What you having tonight? Meatloaf? Sounds delicious. <laughs> well, I'll see you later. You got a little beer on your breath. Did you go to a happy hour? You son of a bitch. Better get some gas. Light's going to go out here in a minute. <laughs> what a time. Man, what a time. America was fun. <laughs> it was great mm. at some point, I guess. <laughs> There was actually. Are you guys familiar with uh, Christ, uh, Gallup, the uh, uh, the polling the polling agent? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at an old job that I had, they they uh, the, the idea the idea of it was workplace satisfaction. I was like, well, okay, this is a crock of shit. All right, I'm getting in there. And then the goal was <clears throat> departments needed to pick something that they finish below satisfactory in and fix one thing, not everything, just one thing, which I've found to be fair. That's fine. Um, one of someone brought up like, Hey, we scored low and uh, I don't have a workplace best friend. I don't have a best friend in the workplace. And I was like, Oh, listen, folks, uh, you all seem like swell people, <laughs> but, uh, I'm not going to be best friends with, uh, fucking any of you. So next, next one, <laughs> I'll do anything other than that. <laughs> We're going to have a buddy system. We're gonna have anything. We'll go to the Green Turtle once a month for a happy yeah. hour. Cool. Yeah, like, friends with a gin and tonic. <laughs> like, I mean, it's been even even when I like, I can think of the last workplace that I like had an atmosphere where like that would even like I would even entertain going to fucking happy hours and like like I worked with a guy that I graduated from high school with. It wasn't the same. Like I was friends with that guy. You know what I mean? Like, so if we was like, hey, you want to go have a beer? Yeah, that's cool. But like, I I know you and your wife and your children and like the rest of those people can come, I guess. I don't. But if one of those people was like, hey, you try to go to happy hour? I'd be like, eh, not really. Was this the guy who, <laughs> who pulled his pants all the way down to his ankles to pee? That guy? No, not that guy. <laughs> I haven't seen that guy in a while. He's I told you, he's like a fucking neurophysicist scientist or something. Uh <laughs> He's he went he went to like fucking the University of Chicago and he went to Vanderbilt for another fucking like PhD. I don't know. He's like a genius. Mm. He's above my pay grade. Look, as a child, he was the possibly autistic kid in my class that we kind of made fun of because we were bastards. It was a different time, right? Early nineties. Yeah. 
And in hindsight, maybe we made him a stronger person, and that's why he's a genius now. Right. I don't, he doesn't even. See? He's happy all day. He doesn't need an hour to be happy. He just he pulled. Yeah, he, I mean that guy's probably way happier than I am. So. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like he thinks about happiness too much. Pulling his pants all the way to his ankles just to. Well, hey man, that was when he was like like eleven to twelve to. Okay, maybe too old to be doing that, but that's not the point. Sure. He holds advanced degrees that I could never. So good for him. But I, I do understand what you're saying about uh, you You worked with someone you graduated with. Now, I, the, the current workplace that I'm in, we, we enjoy happy hours. We like it is, it is a grand thing. Now, that's not to say that uh, you know, I didn't do that previously in workplaces, but it was always kind of like a, 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 a hassle. It was always kind of like, you know, rallying people together and someone had to be somewhere. And it wasn't like, damn, can't you just fucking hold off on that for for one hour i don't know i i mean i again this i go back to what my coworker said it's a dying thing it just mm-hmm. a bygone murray you called it a bygone era damn it put my foot down don't let the happy hour die folks it's a part of americana it's part of republican democrat down the middle doesn't matter Enjoy i think yourself. what it is 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 i think we get to the we've already gotten to the root of it is we just need to force People back into fucking office settings like cattle. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you want to you get the happy hour going again? We need to get the unhappy hours scheduled and regulated back again. You know what I mean? I got too much time on my hands. Right. I can't be doing laundry and having lunch when I please and maybe squeezing in nine in the middle of a Wednesday. Can't be doing that. Al, let, me, let, me, let me create a little. Got- let me create a checkbox. Oh. So we got yeah. unhappy hours, okay? Yeah, unhappy hours. I need, to go, I need to get look. I need to get up. Er, I need to get up earlier than my body wants me to to go do something I don't want to do for longer than my body wants me to do it, so that I can get to a point where I'm like, hey, fellow persons who don't want to do this stuff for this long, let's go drink ourselves into maybe a happier state before we go to sleep and do it again. That's Ooh. so. It's really just trickled trickled down. <laughs> I feel you're like, just describing I, my life. <laughs> you uh, yeah, it sounds delightful, right? <laughs> you checked a lot of boxes. You missed the meatloaf. I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil oh, that one yeah, in there. Oh, yeah. meatloaf, Swanson's, <laughs> Swanson's, Swami. And I'm I'm also going to uh, throw in there as like maybe a semi check box is uh, teaching your ten year old long division. While kind of semi drunk and semi plump, like oh Christ, Darby, let's fucking still wearing your work clothes until like eight p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I will, I will say this though: at least they paid men a living wage to go fucking work themselves into a fucking heart attack, and the ladies got to stay home. That's the other thing that's missing too: is it the the two parent system is almost gone anyway, just from a personal life standpoint. People are getting divorced left and right, and then two. Uh, mama, mama's got to go fucking earn her shekels as well, and everybody's got to get home to do one thing or the other. Stay at home, mom. The cost of living has outpaced uh, the rate of pay, is what you're saying. Yeah, yes, and the two fam, the two parent home can no longer afford to have one person at home, so the other one can go out drinking as soon as the fucking whistle blows, and that's why men can't go to happy hour because they got to get fucking home. For no apparent reason. Fucking feminist. Feminists ruin the happy hour. Survive. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. I don't, I don't think that's what it was. 
I think that was a byproduct of this this culture that we've described here today. <laughs> <laughs> Men, we were we were the only ones that were enjoying happy hour, not women, right? Damn it. <laughs> They were at home making the meatloaf. <laughs> the, world, the world was like, better yet, let's make both of them work, but only have the exact same amount of stuff. It'll, it'll work perfectly. <laughs> we get double the production into into our capitalist hands, and fucking happy hours die. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We found it. We cracked the code. Oh, well, middle class souls, everyone. Mur Allen and Fox, man, glad you... Uh... Worked your way through that introduction. We're going to move on to uh, TMZ, some real class journalistic integrity here. Uh, and this is out of our friends from across the pond in England. Uh, an old lady who attended a wedding became as big as the cupcakes that she ate and landed in the hospital. A 63-year-old grandma, another guest, chowed down on some delicious treats during the reception. The granny, who remained anonymous, says that she, uh, the next thing she remembers, she was lying in the hospital bed. 12 hours later, the uh, sister-in-law thought it got so serious that she was going to give Grammy uh, CPR, uh, her pulse weak. She was a little gray, uh, but she waked up. She woke, she waked up. She baked up. Okay. Uh, it, apparently, the culprits are still at large. They can't figure out who the hell, who the hell served them some, some spiked up things. And they never said anything about any of the other guests. I was looking through this like, hey, did anyone else fucking wind up in the hospital? And I get it. 63-year-old grandma. Maybe she's never smoked before. But goddamn, this, this, is some, this is some serious shit. Especially on the heels of the recent Maryland decision to legalize marijuana. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that, that went through like two-thirds Two-thirds of everyone that voted said, yep, is it, bring us uh, on. Is it bad that I went governor and then immediately to that? And then I was like, where is that? Well, I didn't even, I was like, can I just cut this piece out? This is the only part, part that matters, honestly. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, I did see something. Somebody put up all the counties. I think this was on Reddit. Somebody like put up all the counties and was like, what the fuck is wrong with Garrett County? And Garrett County was the only county in the entire state that voted against it. Wow. Yeah, like almost 60% too. So Western Maryland is really like, nope, don't want that here. Sucks sucks to suck. Population (laughs) of 28,000. Fuck you. Grow that shit in your front yards, bitches. That's probably why, too, because they know that Garrett County just became fucking Weedfield Central. <laughs> they were like, God damn it, all of the town of Frostburg is just a dispensary now. <laughs> God. Um... Hey, so okay, so I, this isn't like necessarily a minor friend or foe, but uh, <clears throat> should uh, should someone get to the bottom of this? Should someone pay for this? Should someone figure out whether or not uh, you know this was like what a a potluck wedding where people brought baked goods and stuffed them around, or whether or not a catering service got a little silly, uh, or did someone just spill something in inadvertently? And should this sixty-three-year-old grandma? I mean. I don't know. Is her life any better? Probably. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's. Old. I would agree. Yeah. I mean, like, like look, she. I, I. I. Probably what happened was, she. She's never experienced this sensation before, and uh, mm-hmm. man, let me tell you something. Um, I can remember the fir- first time. It's one of like not knowing what like eating something like that would do to you. Uh, you've seen the video of the cop that 
like confiscated like brownies from somebody on a stop, and then him and his wife ate them. Have you ever heard that nine one one call? Oh yeah, and yeah, freaking out. I, yeah, like I, I remember laughing at that gentleman. Like, man, this guy, he's never he's never dabbled in the devil's lettuce before. And then I can remember accidentally taking too much myself and being like, oh my god, I completely understand where that officer was coming from because I need to sit outside right now, even though it's forty degrees in my underwear because this flop sweat will not stop. And if I lay down, I think I might die. And then my veins were popping out of my neck, and I just stared at the moon until fucking some semblance of calm came over my body. So, yeah, if you don't know what's happening to you and you can't talk yourself out of it, there's a good chance you're going to end up in the ER and have a real uncomfortable conversation with your loved ones. <laughs> that's that's fair. He's right. Yeah. I agree with all of that. <laughs> I also like I, I also picture this. The movie version of this is the doctor turns the corner. Young whippersnapper, like nurse and or doctor, like all right, what do we got here? Like, uh, I ate some brownies. Uh, okay, I think they had weed in them. Oh, okay, go on. And I freaked out. I freaked out. Oh, okay. Better ride it out, bud. See you in a couple hours. We can do two things. We can get you an IV, or you can sit here and drink water. <laughs> we can do two things. We can fucking do nothing, or we can put on fucking dazed and confused, and we can, <laughs> and we can order you tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, I'm gonna write you a prescription. It's for a coloring book and a Pink yeah. Floyd album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got ourselves an etching sketch, and the, actually, the dazed and confused is the English version. So uh, McConaughey is played by Pierce Brosnan. Sorry. So good. <laughs> Mitch is played by Michael Caine. It's the best we could do. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. You don't go. Look, bottom line is this. It was obviously some a member of the family. I guarantee the wedding party were aware that those treats were there and didn't expect fucking Mildred to go and grab a couple of them. And then she did. And no one's going to rat him out. And this is actually... It's actually a it's a it's actually a sweet ending. They're gonna have a fun story to tell this Thanksgiving, and no one's going to prison. Yeah. So I think everybody wins in the end. And I also and kudos to the uh, to the baker because obviously she they said treats. She had more than one. It's like mm, these are good. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna get another one. <laughs> Gulp. <laughs> Damn. When's fucking Parliament Funkadella gonna come on? I can't wait to dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh i can remember and th by the way one of the instances i'm speaking to <clears throat> we were over at somebody's house and we were eating some some delicious baked goods mm -hmm. and they were in there apparently baking some more and i was like what's that green stuff in there like oh that's my butter i'm like why do you have green butter she's like oh well when you strain it it it, it takes on some of the coloring so i was like yeah but that's a dark green she's like i was like what are you straining it with oh Marijuana. Like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 40, 45 minutes later, welcome to fucking non reality. Yes, the, the worst I ever had it like that was tea. So someone had, had uh, you know, done, the, done their due diligence to create a, a tea. And I got to tell you, this was the most disgusting tea I've ever had in my entire life. But, uh, you know, the end result was definitely. Dun dun dun! Wow, <laughs> wow, man! <laughs> I'm I'm farting in fucking indigo. 
<laughs> I'm farting in colors. Yeah. I got to, good luck to Granny. I hope things uh hope things work out. All right. Um let's move on to friend or foe. I'm not going to bury the lead this time. All right. Okay. Here we go. It is friend or foe going to read a story to you. See if you agree or disagree, friend or foe, and this has to do with those pesky SATs. Now, I never took my SATs, even though I still got into the University of Maryland, but there's some folks in El Paso, Texas, some high schoolers who may have to retake their SATs. El Paso high school students uh, were compromised as far as their SAT scores were concerned when they flew out the back of a UPS truck. The statement goes on to say that EPSID is working with college boards and will provide an update to students and parents when there is more information. Quote, counselors are providing students interested in taking the ACT with waivers to retake the exam at no cost. The deadline is November the 4th, which is already passed. Um, oh, the exam date is coming up, though, on December the 10th. Now, here's the question. They're saying that the test scores are compromised because they left the secured vehicle and were spread across the highway. They retrieved all but 55 of the test scores. And so what they're going to do is make everybody retest just in case someone, I don't know what, slipped in a fake test. Now, since this is no fault of the students that their tests were compromised, should they have to retake it? Friend is no. They did what they had to do. This is not their problem. The school boards need to figure it out. Or foe, no. They got to retake it because someone could have been doing something hinky. This could have been an Ocean's Eleven-style SAT heist gone awry. Therefore, everyone must prove their intellectual capabilities for college admittance. Alan, where do you stand on this? Uh, I already can't remember what she said. I knew one, it. Each one fucking represents. Uh, friend? But... Um, friend, fr- friend is they already took the test. Fuck you. Foe yeah. is, no, they got to retake it because, you know, it's been compromised. I'm, I'm friend. They already took the test. Like, I, you know, it's not my fault fucking Aunt Becky from Full House decided to pay somebody to create an elaborate fucking heist to get fucking tiny Becky into Harvard or whatever. Like, that's not my fault. <laughs> it was I don't want to sit there for That's like half a fucking day of fucking uselessness. No, I'm not taking it. Give me a fucking 60. Is it 1600 still? Did they, didn't they raise it? I don't know what the top score is. Give it to me. Fuck you, college board. I'm not paying you to sit down again for four hours and fucking have my brain melt out of my ears. <clears throat> well, it's good. Uh, so first of all, it's 2400. Second of all, Becky got her daughter into USC. And third of all... <clears throat> Uh, we knew we would have to fill you in on finite details of the show. Uh, you don't have to yeah. re- you don't have to repay to take the test. Uh, yeah. Should you, should you do that? But still, I understand. Uh, I just don't. I'm. I want to be friend. I just can't think of of a compromise. What I mean, what's what's the alternative? Like friend, yeah, fuck you, fuck you, Texas, fuck you, El Paso, and fuck you, UPS driver who what who. who who probably got some of these brownies from the fucking wedding uh, in England <laughs> and then forgot to latch the trunk. And God knows what else fucking they just say it was SAT scores, you know, uh, little little fill in ballots. You know, Christ, someone's golf clubs are probably fucking littered across the highway. What the hell's that guy going to do? Um, so I, I want to say, friend, I just can't think of an alternative to, to make that possible. 
fuck you what do you do you just take all the tests that you have and do a sum like all right look uh we got a few here uh we're gonna use the average on this and it's by the way it's 2400 there's the average on this you got uh okay 1850 and you know full well that there's a dork who's just like oh, right you know what my my regret is that i just didn't get to take the test twice god i've been <laughs> i just want to go in there again and take more tests yeah that's fair well, uh, <laughs> my stance on it is this. They they, they were able to re- retrieve all but 55 of them, right? So yeah. there's only 55 students that, in my opinion, their their scores are compromised. Now, they've probably all taken some sort of PSAT or PACT, that, and they got a score on that, and they know what that score was. And that's when I think you take, like, an arbitrator in with some school board official and say, here's what you got in your PSAT. What do you think? Do you like that score? Do you think you would have scored higher? How much higher? And then they, they, then of course you go in and be like, oh, well, I studied my ass off over the last month, so I, I think I would have gotten at least another three to four hundred points. Like, how about an extra two hundred points? How about an extra two fifty, two twenty-five? Deal. I think that's what you have to do. It's only fifty-five of them because if it was me, Andrew Murr, I know I didn't even take them because I didn't fucking prepare at all. Had I taken them, I would have prepared for, like, months. Like, I would have lost this hair 20 years earlier. And I would not... And and by the time I bubbled in all those dots, those dot bubbles represent pieces of my brain that have now left my body and no, no longer exist. I don't think I'd be able to go back into the room and recreate that magic again, especially if I think I did well. So I'd feel like I was getting, like, punished for somebody else's fuck up. This is on UPS. Maybe UPS should have to pay, like, if they have to retake it, UPS should have to pay, like, the first semester's fucking worth of tuition to all these fucking kids for ruining an extra month of their life through stress and extra effort. I mean, I I agree with you in some weird way, but I I, I just feel as though if you present this to a a PTA or some sort of, like, community thing, someone's like, no, you can't do that. It ruins the integrity of the education. Bartering for 250 more points. When are you going to get an arbitrator in there? A UPS yes. arbitrator and an education arbitrator? <laughs> Look, I think you've got to get an education arbitrator in there. Because I, it, because what if I go in and I just like all of a sudden like I ate a bad burrito the night before. And I got fucking, I, I've got this cold sweat just like running down my back. And I'm like, God damn it. Last time I did so well. And now I'm fucking screwing the pooch. All because some guy named Skeeter fucking didn't latch the back door and took a hard fucking right turn you sure on this Skeeter? old dirt road. You sure it's Skeeter? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I know Skeet. <laughs> you know Skeet, Skeet. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Skeet, Skeet. He forgets a lot of shit sometimes, man. Mm. <laughs> so, no, I'm uh, I, I, I'm, I'm friend. Don't take the re- – I don't, do not retake the test. I would, I would put my foot down. I would make this like a – I would get on – Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, talk about the injustice that's been presented upon me. I Honestly, if I were these guys, I know this sounds terrible, Alan, but I'm going to say it anyway. I would find a, a, a low-income minority to, like, take up the calls and be like, you're going to be our spokesperson. No, talk need, about need one of this. The, dis- the disenfranchisement of me and all the money I spent on prep that I can't, I can't afford any more of it now. I'm tapped out. Well, I did my due diligence. I know that you say this in a jokey way, but I'm fairly certain there's credible fucking research that says states that the SAT is 
pretty racist and elitist <laughs> because you literally like colleges just one day were like, you know what? Fuck you. You got to pay for us to decide whether or not you can come up in this motherfucker. Like it's, it's part of the larger college racket. Yeah. Has evolved around higher education. Like you got a whole, we got swarms of high school kids paying what? Like, weren't they like a hundred bucks or something? I think it was when you you took it. You know what I mean? So you had to pay a hundred bucks. You went to like, I remember going to, to my school with literally thousands of kids and fucking all of them paid a hundred bucks to sit there and sweat it out and maybe probably not get into their first choice school because they're idiots. <laughs> yeah, because they weigh, they weigh four hours on a Saturday morning from eight till 12, equally as much as four years of hard work yep. And, yep. and studying and education, things like that over and, like mm, <laughs> red is to pillow as yellow is to like mm-hmm. what? Fuck. Yeah, like my high school, my whole Doggy? high school career, where I balanced school, possibly a part time job, definitely sports, and a social life where I drank and smoked marijuana copiously. You know, I all of that is not proof that I can hang at the school. Let's take this test. Actually, I think that is proof that you can hang at the school. Yeah. I think that's no, that's the not. They don't. They don't. They don't value that. You got to take this test, man. Yeah. Hey Wes, I need you to come in here and eat this plate of brownies, and then yeah. watch four hours of Sports Center, and then I'm gonna need you to do a couple long division problems. Yeah. Do all that. Go to a go to an eight a.m. class, pull all nighter. You know, yeah. yeah, fucking get hammered, pull all nighter, get up and take a, a quiz, not even a test, like a quiz. Just give me like ten questions. I I took it twice, and my first score, in my opinion, was like like yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. That can that can get me where I where I want to go. And my mom ripped it open and was like, Mm-mm, no, you're taking this again, young man. I was like, oh, fuck. Mom, come. Why? <laughs> I know you have dreams and aspirations for your baby boy, but come, come on. <laughs> Shit straight. I, I just I, I just went out drinking the night before and just woke up the next day. I was like, ah, I'm not prepared to take this. I'm not going to. Oh, so you signed up. Yeah. Huh. And you yeah. just, you I just, just didn't you take just blew, them. You blew it off. I just blew it off. And then, I, no, no, because ours was like, you didn't have to, I, for whatever, I think you had to either pay when you got there or you could pay afterwards or something. I don't know. But like, so it was like no harm, no foul. And then I just ended up working at a gas station for a couple of years. Then I went to community college. I had like a 3.8 GPA from uh, on my uh, associate's degree. And then Marilyn just accepted me. And I can remember... The soul-crushing look in this sweet Asian girl's eyes when she asked me what my SAT scores were, and I said I never took them, and she had to get like a thirteen fifty just to get into University of Maryland. And she wasn't turned on by what you said. Went to sleep no, with you. She was, she was noticeably angry. <laughs> what you do? What you do is you go to a semester of community college, and then you transfer into anywhere you want, really. Yeah. <laughs> like bam. Check it out. Or, or do what I did and get a good SAT score and do a year at community college and basically shit your way out of any school that you really wanted to go to. I mean, that's that's a good route. No, that's a good way to go about it. <laughs> I like it. Do you? I mean, if it's any consolation, I went to school, failed out, and then was like, oh, shit, I can't go back there because I have irrevocably... 
fucking ruined my GPA. So now I have to go to a different school because, like, I could straight A for the next three years and still not fucking get, like, a fucking 2.5. So, like, yeah, it happens. Well, we all, you go we to all, a different school and you, you excel. We all have our different paths. Now, more you were talking about, <clears throat> you woke up and you were just like, oh, you know what? Last night was a long night. I'm thinking I'm just going to go ahead and piss away and not do this. You know what? It's like, and you talk about bygone eras. Maybe the bygone era is you could have sent, you could have paid someone who's really smart, who looks like you to go in. Hi, I'm Andrew Murr. Here's my money. I would like to take this examination. I'm like, wow, look you at know that. where I live. <laughs> yeah. There's like two people like that that I could have even thought of. And they aren't as smart as me. So, <laughs> you need to know, like, know your address. I don't know. Christ, I don't even think I showed my ID. I don't know. I have no, yeah, you no sleep. framework of reference. <laughs> you slept in. That's right. I'm yeah, trying to remember what, what I did. I don't know if this impacted you, Wes. You're a little younger, you're a little older than me, but uh, my favorite part of the whole thing was when, because it, you know, the SAT feels very much like the culmination of like, you know, them fattening you up in the school system before taking you to slaughter in, in the workforce. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, the best part about it is when, you, all, after all of that fucking systemic fattening, you get to the very <laughs> end and they're like, all right, guys, we got three lines that you need to write in cursive to verify that this is actually you who took this SAT. And the whole room of fucking educated individuals looks around and it's like, Fuck, I haven't written in cursive in like a decade. <laughs> this is going to be a chore. And so, like, after uh, four hours of, like, brain taxing, like, this, wor- uh, this word is to this word as this word is to this word. They're like, here, motherfuckers, write in cursive. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like- and, like, I learned how to write in cursive. Very much so. And even I was like, fuck. Hey. I know how to make an uppercase G. Yeah. Anyone? I don't know. I, why is that even on here? <laughs> People like doing like the right, the fake writing in their hand. No, like yo, the the one time the moderator literally wrote let some letters on the board and chalk. It was like, "You idiots! This is what it looks like." And a bunch of kids were like, "Oh yeah, that's right, <laughs> dude." A lowercase z. I don't care how many times you go to write that thing. It makes no fucking sense. Bill Riverudo? It's like a hop, a hop, and a zip around. Wee! Right? Yeah. yeah. And that G, that G that Alan's talking about, it's like a giant ampersand that makes yeah, no fucking yeah. sense. Yeah. It's like a music it's note. It's basically the Guinness harp. Yeah, but it's yeah. a fucking letter. <laughs> looks like a G in D minor. <laughs> That's yeah. what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, some sort of clef. I don't know which kind. <laughs> <Yeah>. Palette. <laughs> this is what I had after I took the SAT. Uh, fuck it. I'm done talking about the SATs, but I do want to expand my mind in Fun Fact Friday. That's right. Now, let's get into the SATs of the real world. The Fun Fact Friday. Brought to you, of course, by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. If you got any pain below the knee and above the ankle, make sure you find this like-minded group of assholes on Facebook. The Shin Splints Recovery Group. The other day, I've been running a lot more. I actually have a, I've actually torn a pectoral muscle, so I haven't been able to work out uh, 
uh, as much as I'd like to. So I've been running more, and I actually started to experience some shin splints right down the uh, the left side of my right leg. And all I could think of is like these motherfuckers. Should I look at what they've they've wrote? <laughs> and I realized I'm a thinking man, and the shin splints recovery group is full of shit. But if you'd <laughs> like to find some information, you can do that online. Let's hear them. Oh. M. G. Fat. X. Did you know it would take more than an hour for a heavy object to sink to the deepest part of the ocean? Hmm. One hour. And what, what, uh, what, what's the name of the deepest? I think it would deep- take longer, but that, that seems reasonable, I guess. What's the name yeah. of the deepest part? I, 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 uh, Mar- Marianas Trench. Marianas yeah, Trinch. yeah. Uh, an hour. Shoo. I, I mean, I've seen uh, the ab- abyss with Ed Harris and. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one broad who from Scarface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the broad. Yep, that's right. That's what she's from. <laughs> is it Krista Allen? Is that the, I don't think no, she was in Scarface. It's like uh, Mary Elizabeth Masterano. Oh yeah, oh, yeah she, that's yeah, she's right. A, she's a smoke show too. Mm-hmm. I like her very much. She's beautiful. They you see yeah. her tatas when uh, they try to zap her back to life. I know it almost makes it almost ruins it because it's like oh look a dead woman's titties. <laughs> like, I like how Wes started to play it off like he didn't know exactly what that actress's name was. I was having, a, I was having a tough time remembering. <laughs> I, I always confuse her with like uh, Gina Davis. Uh, I could see that. Yes, yeah. she got big ass mouth. All right, all right. <laughs> so, what? A, what, what? So a heavy, a heavy. Did it say a heavy object? It didn't say how. Yeah. So how, like like an anvil. So if you drop yeah. an anvil off a boat. Mm. And it's over top of the Marianas Trench, like, and you decide you're gonna count like you're spitting off a building. It's gonna take an hour Damn. before you fucking hear the bottom. I really, I, I do wonder if at any point it, it slows down, even by fractions of a second, even by fractions of a second. You know, does it continue? I, I does would, it continue I, like terminal underwater velocity? If that's such a thing, I think so. I, I, I don't know. I think you might be right there because if if the pressures are that great. Then I would think that, like, yeah, it would almost create like a floating effect, if you will. Like, it's still pushing down, but it's right. almost like there's so much pressure that it starts to kind of slow it down. That's a wane. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying that that makes sense. I'm I'm curious if that would happen. Alan, what do you got? Mm-mm, I'm looking it up. I don't think there is one. I mean, I would think because like. Obviously, you're moving through the same medium, right, with water, but like everything's of every anything you drop in there is of different density and mass, mm. you know, density and fucking and, and weight and shit. So, like, I don't think you could get to a terminal velocity in fucking water. It doesn't make sense to me, but I'm not a physicist. I, I also no, use that. I, kind of, I use that as a blanketed term. I just meant like it's something just fall, falling aimlessly without, you know, like you know, trying to. Uh, game momentum to get back up to the to the surface but if okay obviously the weight the pressure of that water that means the water's got to be denser the deeper you go because like even the water molecules have got to be getting squeezed by the weight of the other water molecules on top of them so you'd have like a yeah i feel like you would have a denser like water viscosity if you will like as you as you start to get deeper and deeper even if it's fractions, because it's just water, right? Like it's not you're not changing anything there. I think the bigger issue, like I said, is more because like the water is really the constant. Fucking, mm-hmm. it's what you're what you're dropping in, what it's made of, and then like I think the bigger thing would be like 
you got to keep in mind, like, surface area. You know what I mean? Like, if I drop a fucking an anvil that weighs 100 pounds, but I drop a 100-pound fucking sheet of steel, it's going to fucking react differently through water. Then yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think with water, there's too many variables. Like, even with air, I don't think, like, terminal velocity yeah. still fluctuates technically, but, like... Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. I guess... <laughs> I get I get what Wes is saying though because like if you were I wasn't saying I was asking keep that yeah, well I I got I, no, I understand the the question you were posing which mm-hmm. create like planes and helicopters have to adjust their airspeed depending on their altitude because the air is quote unquote thinner the higher you go and the reason it's thicker down low I mean there's atmospheric stuff too but because the weight of air is pushing upon the weight of air, which is pushing apart. So as you get to the ground, it's thicker because it's got so much like weight on top of it from the rest of the atmosphere. I feel like that's the same. That, yeah, I that feel does, like that, that should apply. That does check out actually. I didn't really never really thought about it. But deep water is denser than shallow water because mm-hmm. of the molecules being packed down and the pressure. There you go. Well done, Wesley. Here's another fun fact: most whales mm-hmm. <clears throat> they don't actually die of natural causes. They just can't surface. They drown. Yeah, I've actually heard that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Fucking whales got some fucking hubris. Like, I'm going to take his deep ass breath and go where I want. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, which, like, begs to, like, the question do you think, like, when they run out of air, they, like, cartoon violently, like, thrash underwater? Like, like, fuck yeah. You know, you see, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you see, like, people, like, are, like, on TV or something? Like, do you think the, the, or do you think like a, a whale has at some point gotten too deep and been like looked up and been like fuck and just starts swimming like hard as fuck at the sun but just doesn't get there? And then just instead of like that, <laughs> it's just like, instead of like some massive breach, it's just like a bloop. <laughs> most, most, <laughs> most of these are like el- elderly. <laughs> I hate to say this, like geriatric whales who simply just can't muster the strength to get up for one more. Like, they're just like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I literally just pictured being a little, like a whale watching trip, and you see it like majestic, like like big, big fucking free willy type like breaches, and then you just see one, and it's like, Boop. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, I think it's dead. <laughs> Oh, then a big shit. shark fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something crazy I can't remember what show I was watching but there was like some adventurer out there and they find a whale carcass and it's just like it's just shark city he actually walks on the carcass yeah he's like talk about how much it stinks and while he's doing that there's just sharks just like ah and it's just it's blubber it's all blubber so it's it's almost like you know that that kinetic sand where people take uh like cookie cutters and they just take a little section out of it. That's what it is. It's just every shark mouth is just. Yeah. I, I saw yeah. I saw something similar to that. It was a grizzly. <clears throat> so one washed up ashore uh, in Alaska and a grizzly was going to town on it. And the narrator, who was from a far distance, like probably a couple hundred yards with some high powered camera. And this this grizzly is like <clears throat> not only eating, but like t- damn near making love to this thing. And he was like, he, the, 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 the smell is so intox, the smell is so intoxicating. He can't get enough. He's like rubbing his face in wounds that he just ate out. Like, oh. 
<laughs> well, we got claws like that. You got to find pleasure somewhere else. <laughs> I know how I've reacted to like some fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. I, I lick them and I massage them. I rub my face into them. <laughs> oh, that's a little aggressive. <laughs> Did you know? This one's just for you, Alan. Mm. A platypus will close its eyes, ears, and nose while hunting for food. Mm. This fucked up animal never has anything like just every single time. So it may it purposely makes itself blind, deaf, and mute right before it hunts for its fucking food, where it shocks it and then poisons it and then I don't know what the fuck. It's like a fucking like you 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 just described a fucking Pokemon. Like that's not a real animal. It's it's, it's can't, it can't be real. <laughs> like I know it's real, but that's fucking Pokemon. Have these fucking things just got? Have got they've just gotten so good at fucking hunting that they they like yeah I got to test myself. I got myself b- b- blind, deaf, and uh, whatever. I, else I think I honestly think, and I, I again because of the OMG facts calendar, which by the way I had to tear off a page that reminded me to order my new OMG facts calendar before next year. Um, I I think what it is is they use that electrolysis, whatever. The, I know that's not the right word, but they use that electrode thing mm-hmm. to like send out these signals. So mm-hmm. I think they have to close off all their other senses so that they can u- find that electro pulse of where the food is. So it's like the fucking predator. <laughs> yes, but they have to make themselves. So they have to shut everything else down in order for it to work properly. What a weird animal, man. So they usually they eat insect, larvae, uh, freshwater shrimp, and crayfish. But that's irrelevant. I think we have a good movie idea. Platypus Predator. You know, you've seen some cross things where the, like, oh. the predator like takes its mask off and it's like, Rawr! and it's a few other things. This one will be a platypus. Mm. Platypredator. Yeah, you can get so, down with that. You can get it on that, Alan? You can get down with that, yeah. Why not? <sighs> So you just laugh at it before it both fucking electrocutes you, stings you to death, and then laughs at you like a fucking newborn puppy. Well, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get into why it hunts human, but uh, <laughs> this, is, this is this is a baseline story. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. We can build from there. <laughs> Did you know Hershey's Kiss got its name from the puckering sound made by the manufacturing equipment as a chocolate was dropped? Onto the conveyor belt. Hmm. They don't call it. They don't call it Hershey poop. Can you imagine? Plop. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> Just every single time. That would be the greatest job at Hershey. That's probably more what it sounds like. It's just like fucking Milton Hershey was standing there, like, and everybody started rolling their eyes back and forth, like, "What are we gonna call these things?" Uh, kisses. Sounds like them. sounds like a kiss, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, good to me. Yeah, good enough. Sure does, Mister Hershey. Let's go to happy hour. <laughs> Wife's got a meatloaf in the oven. <laughs> oh. Did you know the actual communication from Apollo thirteen was Houston? We've had a problem. Ooh, so those, those jack wagons uh, switched it up to make it more theatrical. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah. As, a, yes. as opposed to we've had a problem. God, does it? Yeah. I mean, listen, I understand that's iconic, and I know Apollo 13, albeit they lost to, and you can check this out, they lost to Braveheart. 
for Best Picture that year, which is wildly historically inaccurate. Uh, why? why does it make that big of a difference? Do you think they had some test audiences and check their reactions to you know this? This is what they said during Apollo thirteen, but this is what we've written to create theatrics. Well, I think I honestly I wish I could say no, but I think I have to say yes that having a problem is more immediate. Had a problem means that you've already established all these things. Like, even if it's, like, subconscious, like, Houston, we've had a problem. Basically, we know what the problem is, and we're fucked, and we're completely aware of this, and we're now making you aware of this. Houston, we have a problem is, like, all right, we got to all figure this shit out together, which is what the whole movie essentially is. And so, yeah, I think Ron Howard made a uh, a wise decision. Hmm. I mean, that's assuming he read the transcripts and knew what they said on Apollo 13. You think he knew? Oh, I'm sure he did. He was okay. surprised in there. Well, you know, guys, I think if they say had, they already know what's going on. And I just really, you know, it's not that big of a change. So why don't we just change it to have? It just makes, it just makes to me, the it just makes more sense. We're, we're so, changing yeah. one word. That dickhead Mel Gibson, who's doing Braveheart right now, is rewriting history. Up and down. Different. They didn't even, they didn't even invent kilts for another thousand years. <laughs> that fucking guy. Who? Gibson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but who, who cares? It, I, I, honestly, I know what you're saying about Braveheart, but, but who cares? I still love because the movie. I still watch it. But, Okay, good. Because I was gonna say, there's obviously as far as like Ron Howard changing one word for historical inaccuracy, like we have not a goddamn idea at Snowball's chance in hell of knowing the dialogue that took place during oh, yeah. the William Wallace era. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, okay, Rob Roy, uh, have you have you seen that movie with Liam Neeson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. I believe I have. I mean, when there another was there another one with Johnny Depp? Uh, it was Pirates of the Caribbean. A little bit later. Was, in the I'm thinking of Don Juan DeMarco or some <laughs> shit like that. But uh, Rob Roy, which is actually takes place a couple ye- hundred years after William Wallace. That movie is, I, I believe. Don't quote me on this. If someone's gonna be like, "You fucking idiot," you don't know what you're talking about. I think it's a, a lot more historically accurate. It's a shitty movie. This is so piss poor, piss poor Don. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 potatoes. It's gay puts. God, if you can, if you can write one word into a script and have it fucking resonate for generations. Freedom. <laughs> You've got yourself a winner. Boners. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, did you know the term brain freeze was invented by 7-Eleven to explain the pain one feels when drinking a Slurpee too fast? Now, that's just brilliant marketing strategy because you're... Getting your customers to experience a really damaging neurological condition from your product, and then you tell everybody, "Oh, it's brain freeze because our celebrities are so cold and delicious." <laughs> Wait, so people would go in, and then just—I remember as a kid, like, "Oh, I want to try brain freeze," and then me and my brother would suck down the Slurpee as fast as we could, just so we'd get ourselves a headache. Mm. 
I'm shocked that this didn't like. I mean, okay, so a Slurpee was invented in the fifties. Wait, first, well, shit, nineteen sixty-six, the first Seven Eleven brand uh, Slurpee. I'm shocked that no one before that. Uh, you know, obviously, t- t- ice cream had been around long before that. We've talked about this. Yeah, but I feel like ice cream is harder to eat fast because it's like the like the thickness uh-huh. and the cold. You know what I mean? Like, but a Slurpee, yeah, it's just it's just like a it's a slush, right? So I mean, yeah, so yeah, and it's so so much more sugar than <laughs> so much more sugar than ice cream. Christ, I'm I'm forty and I still get them. I still like. They're fucking. I feel like they're excruciating now. Yeah, <laughs> they are like, so much. Like the last time I had, the last time I had one, I was literally like, "Oh God, I'm dying." Uh, and like, not only that, I get, I get the brain freeze with like the chest freeze. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking <laughs> sternum is frozen, and I'm just like, "Oh, fuck!" Like, yeah, it's terrible. So well, so, and it's, so it goes from age. it goes from your brain to your sternum. <laughs> no, I think it's just, like it's both at the simultaneously. Like I understand the brain freeze mechanism, but I, what I think is happening is that it just fucking literally like <laughs> makes this area cold for like ten <laughs> seconds, and it's 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 awful. It's just terrible. Like I'm fairly certain, like my heart slows down. I'm my, sure body, my body's like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're going into cryo freeze. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that you suffer from this, but I'm fucking crying <laughs> hearing you talk about this. <laughs> what, dude, next time we hang out, I will buy a frozen treat and you can watch me die for like a minute. <laughs> It'll be like flatliners <laughs> with Kevin oh, Bacon, dude, by the way. It's so bad. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> And that, my friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. All right. Well, I hope you all feel smarter and more uh, well-rounded and educated with uh, brain freezes and uh, dropping an anvil from in the Suarez here and there. Take you to an hour to get to the bottom of the ocean. All the good stuff Watered. in life. Uh, but here, <laughs> coming straight out of TMZ, again, before you go, Aaron Carter, dead. At 34 years old, uh, the singer turned rapper and actor was uh, found dead Saturday at his house in Lancaster, California. Multiple sources tell us that Aaron's body was found in his bathtub. Uh, law enforcement sources tell TMZ they received a 911 call at 11 a.m. Saturday that a male had drowned in the tub. Uh, Alan, I don't know if you uh, put on some of his music, uh, mourned, sang, went to a karaoke club. Uh, this one's for you, Aaron. Uh, cried, yeah. sang, serenaded, uh, serenaded your dog, waffles. Yeah, uh, I know you're uh, upset, but tell us all about how you feel about this. I, I, I came into this office here, uh, and I turned out all the lights, and I played his 1997 smash hit "Crush on You" on repeat uh, <laughs> for like four hours or so. And I just kind of sobbed, dude. Uh, I did, I did something very similar, but I put on <laughs> "That's How I Beat Shaq." So I could that's fair. I could understand banger. Yeah, keep the spirits I up. Could, <laughs> no, I just wanted to remind myself that sometimes the impossible is yeah. possible. And sometimes a thirteen-year-old white boy can beat Shaq in in street basketball. Right. 
Just like yeah. apparently it's no. possible for a 34-year-old to inadvertently drown by himself in bathtub. What I really thought about was the heartbreak that Hillary Duff's character in Lizzie McGuire must be feeling uh, for her lost love uh, that was played by Aaron Carter. That's really what I thought about, uh, if I'm being serious. But nah, that's uh, Aaron Carter, right? He's like the kid brother of icons, uh, an icon, if you will. Of it's all, it's got. Kind of hard to believe that the guy who got like ten face tattoos in the last three years and decided to show his penis on OnlyFans is now dead at the age of thirty-four. <laughs> did he? I didn't know he did the OnlyFans. That's interesting. Yeah, that I was, mean, not that I'm taking out, but that's just interesting. It was for only his fans of his music. It wasn't anything else? Yeah. Oh, so there was there was even less people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of kind of wild. If you like my- well, if you, you know, like my music, if you like my music, you'll love my track marks. <laughs> if you always wanted to see my penis, I'm in dire need of money. So here we go. <laughs> and I, I, I actually remember the. It is a couple I, tattoos as well. <laughs> I remember, I remember somebody bringing it. I think he did an interview, and somebody brought it up to him, and they were telling him that his OnlyFans was mostly men. And he was not a gay man, but he kind of just like blew it off. Like, well, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a month. <laughs> like, okay, Look, fair enough. If, if I'm fucking pulling my pulling my dick on camera, I'm gonna assume that there's a, gonna be a fair amount of the same the same sex checking me out. <laughs> right, I'm uh, not naive. <laughs> I'm counting five face tattoos here. I'll show you. This was. I don't know. I mean, one, two, three, under both, both eyes. And then, uh, one large one that looks like an L, but could be anything. And then was it, uh, correction, <laughs> formation, <laughs> erection, erections, boners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, that, that picture's from a month ago. I mean, just looks the pillar of health. Yeah, I mean, this guy just right. could have, like, you know, could have had a bad day and after, you know, a shitty happy hour and some meatloaf, <laughs> decided he wanted to take a long bath and didn't get up. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, like, do you think, it is, do you think he lived a whole life being like, man, imagine if I was born eight years earlier, I would have been the Backstreet Boy, not Nick. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think, do you live a life of resentment if you, like, you're, you're the brother before you was the Backstreet Boy, and you're just this guy. I don't know. I I know this. I don't know the Backstreet. And this kid, I didn't realize he was 34. And let's be honest, it's sad. A 34-year-old, obviously very troubled, is, is gone and all that jazz. But, like, I mean, this just goes to show you, man, like, like wealth does not bring you happiness, obviously. And I, I think he was chasing the dragon. He He peaked too soon. He he peaked too soon. He was so used to all this attention from the time he was like a prepubescent boy, and then it's just it's like all right, see you later. Like this is the classic like Hollywood stage kid ending. Like they most of them make it. Like look at like Daniel Radcliffe. Like they make it now. This, this one just, ooh, well, oh boy, yeah. Thirty four year olds don't uh, take baths, and all of a sudden just can't figure out how to swim in the bathtub. Just that, just not. Uh, I'm sorry, and I, my my heart goes out to the family 
Assuming you're not watching this, but uh, <laughs> Backstreet's back. All right. Yeah, okay. Like, uh, you know, Nick Carter is an avid, avid listener of the middle class. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to get shut down quickly. Uh, yeah. Alan, tell the, uh, would, t- tell the would-be Nick Carter and Aaron Carter fans we can find the middle class holes. You can find us at uh, www.wikipedia.org <laughs> backslash Aaron Carter. Uh, that's where our, that's our new website now. So all of our details are there. Uh-huh. Uh, just check us out. No, you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL class holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the middle class holes on Facebook and TikTok. And for your listening pleasures, please check us out on Spotify, Google podcasts and Apple podcasts. Emails tickle our tummies at gmail.com. Anything empty. Dempty. Darren. Dempty. Yeah, we're going to get with you. Empty. Yeah. Uh, real quick, congratulations to the Houston Astros. As much as it pains me to say this, you cocksuckers won uh, a, a a World Series in this time with no fucking, uh, was it Oscar the Grouch-esque cheating scandals. Congratulations, Dusty Baker. Congratulations, Trey Mancini. Uh, someone yeah. I'm a, 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 a big fan of. And also, uh, a send me congratulations for the moron who's now going to do some time for throwing a beer at Ted Cruz during during the Houston Astros celebration. He said, apparently, according, uh, he came out today, he said he just wanted him to catch it and chug it. I believe that. I just, you got to know your audience, man. Ted Cruz doesn't strike me as like, yeah, you know. He's uh, not a center fielder. A, a fleet-footed, no, fleet-footed <laughs> or, you know. He's barely articulate with words. I can't imagine how he is with hand-eye coordination. <laughs> He's... I wanted I wanted him to catch it too in the fucking eye socket. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> just just short, unfortunately. Uh, but no, uh, good good times. This buffoon's gonna do like six months, and rightfully so. Rightfully yeah, so. Yeah, you can't be throwing whole beer cans. You can't be, I, 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 I disagree. I I mean, if somebody look, if I'm in a parade, oh, I'm gonna regret this if I'm ever in a parade. Um, nope. I want you to throw me a beer. I want you to please. I want to. I want to catch it and I yeah. want to drink it. Um, I'm gonna still bad luck. Steve Austin it right there. On that. Yeah. Okay. But I, listen, I understand what you're saying, but Ted Cruz might as well be fucking Martha Stewart in that goddamn parade. They're yeah. just like you're they're just a, waving. You're in a you're in the sports parade though. This isn't like it was like he was. Uh, it's some sort of like yeah. like rally. You know. Yeah, but you're not throwing that shit to, you know, Yuli Guriel. You're throwing it to fucking Helen Keller, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not expecting no. this guy to catch it. You know what I mean? I don't think, I don't think Ted's got the hands. He's a platypus who's not hunting. Right? No, he is. He, <laughs> he, is, hunting. he, he is hunting. <laughs> He's got a poisonous tail. It's fucking stinger. <laughs> All right. Middle class holes, everybody. Check us out next week. World Cup's kicking off. Uh, all right, what's up? Appreciate it.